Welcome, everybody. This is Bowtie Conversations with myself, Stefan Williams, and today's guest, Amy Stone. Bowtie Conversations is a dialogue we have with different people about leadership, life, and success. So today, we're going to have an opportunity to meet a very influential person in the corporate world, Amy Stone. So, Amy, would you please tell the people about yourself? Thanks, Stefan. Thanks for having me. Yes, it's my pleasure. I am uh, the Director of Individual Sales and Service at Health First Health Plans and a local community leader uh, involved in all kinds of different things here on the Space Coast. And uh, it's an honor to be here with you, Stefan, for your uh, premiere uh, podcast. Hey, you know, you want the best of the best to be here, right? You know, and you are the best at what you do. Um, I definitely appreciate all the the community service stuff that you do around. People wouldn't uh, kind of be amazed to know how much you're very rooted in the community with um, you know the church and the kids and things like that. So I, I appreciate that, and I want to extend my you know condolences, not condolences, but my you know feelings of wow, you know, someone out there really doing something on their own time to help other people. Thanks, Stefana. It's important for us to give back to our community and be involved. And if you want to make a difference, then the kids are where you got to start. If you want to change things or you want to see a different outcome, that's where you got to go. So why do you think sometimes people downplay the importance of developing the kids? Um, I think it's the same reason that uh, they downplay getting to know their own employees or valuing, you know, different people who work for them, I think that they just get so dead set on their own personal goals and the things they're doing. They lose track of, you know, what's really important because you're only going to be as successful as the people who you lead. And they're really the drivers. It's not you. It's Mm -hmm. your success is the success of the people who you lead and that you are in front of. Mm -hmm. Uh, they're They're the ones who are doing the work. They're the ones who are, you know, basically being rewarded from the efforts that you give. Mm -hmm. So it's the same with our youth. It's the same exact concept as it is when I work with my employees. If I don't invest in them, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to get anything back out of them either. Mm -hmm. And we as a society, it's the same thing. If we don't spend the time to invest time in our youth, what do we think we're going to get back out of them? Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's taking that time and that effort to really grow them and give them all of the right tools and things that they need to be successful in life. You know, I see, see it all the time is that a lot of people look at the, the behavior and demonize the behavior, but don't really try to figure out what was the cause of the behavior. You know, when we talk about children and it's going to tie into where we're going is that you see a bad child, a child doing some things that we would call socially, not the norm. The first thing we do is say, look at that child. You know, and then we want to punish and discipline that child. But some people might say, where's the parents? What are the parents doing to cause that child to act out like that? And something that I always say is that we are, we are kids in grown-up bodies. That's it. We are kids in grown-up bodies. And because of the things that we came through, we still resonate um, in our personality and our behavior, some of those things from our childhood. So it's the parents that basically uh, serve as the leader. So my first question to you is, how important is it for leaders to get to know their people? Getting to know your people is the first, the very first thing you have to do as a leader. If you don't know your people, you can't lead your people. Um, If I don't know what makes you tick or I don't know what 
irritates you, I don't know how to lead you. I don't know how to be in front of you and get the most out of you. Mm -hmm. So getting to know your people is the number one key investment for all leaders to be able to learn. And it's simple. It's not a hard thing. I think people look at it as, oh, my gosh, like there's steps I got to take. It's just getting to know people. Mm -hmm. It's the same way that you get to know um, any relationship in your life. It's what you put into it that you're going to get out of it. And if you take the time to really listen and get to know um, the person that you're leading, you will be able to groom them, get the most out of them. You'll get huge returns on your investment um, getting to know your people. And it's important not just to get to know them just, okay, hey, like, I know what you do, like, great, like, you're great at Excel, you're great at this. It's important to get to know what really motivates them and drives them. Mm. You know, what are the things that they value? So one simple thing that um, I do and we actually do at our company is get to know somebody and things that they like to be rewarded with. And that seems simple and a simple concept, right? Mm -hmm. But it's not a one-size-fits-all kind of solution. Mm. Uh, everybody likes different things. Some right. people like to be praised in public, right. and they want everyone else to know the successes and what they've done. Mm-hmm. Others don't want anyone to know. They just want it to be you and me, one-on-one, um, just a quick recognition, a little email, whatever it is. But it's important to know those distinctions between one person to the next and how to recognize them, how to drive them, mm-hmm. how to you know, motivate them and all of those different things. And we all have different things going on in our lives. So if you don't know your people, you won't know or be in tune to the things that are going on uh, behind the scenes too Hmm. that affect the output that you get. Yes. And um, my my next question is, why do you feel some leaders don't get that concept? What do you think are the factors that some of the leaders don't feel that getting to know their people is an important piece of organizational outcomes? Um, I don't think it's intentional. I think uh, we as leaders, you you have a lot of different agendas, right? You have a lot of different things going on. Um, And so it's very easy to lose sight of the basics. It's easy to lose sight of the things that are important every Mm -hmm. single day. Um, And it's your people. Um, yeah, we all have goals, we have outcomes, we've got bottom lines to get to, you know, growth and revenue, things like that, that's get in the way, um, Mm -hmm. and become the priority. But I think the biggest key for me has always been to circle back to my people are the priority one, the rest of it comes with that. Mm -hmm. So if I invest in the people, the successes and growth, the bottom line numbers, all of those things will come Mm -hmm. as long as I'm investing in my people. And I love that. Um, You know, I have a military background, 21 plus years in the Marine Corps. And one of the things that we would chant is mission first. And if that is just chanted without you really understanding what that actually means at the lowest level, is that most of the time some people say mission first, we take care of them last. No, if mission is first, that means the one that does the mission must be prioritized. Because if you're not functionally functionally um sound in your job in your personal life uh you might have other things going on how can you really focus on the task at hand and then we can kind of alleviate a lot of those shortfalls and snafus that we run into when we really start focusing on the people and putting them in the right position psychologically you know um is 
psychological uh, psychological safety is so important. It's so important for a person to do their best. They have to feel safe, not only with the the tasker or the agenda, but also with the leader. You know, that knowing that the leader has their best interest in mind. And am I safe with him? Am I safe with her? So those are very important factors. And you're right with that. You know, you have to know your people to really know how much you can do. What is the capacity of your team? And those dynamics really mean something for those organizational outcomes. So my next question to you, what are some of the things you, per se, as a leader, do to get to know your people? So I think the first thing that's important is to be intentional about it. I think that people always have great intentions and we set some expectations for ourselves, but we fail to be intentional about it. I know I've fell into those traps before too, where you're just like, okay, I'm going to do this. And then I don't purposefully calendar it or I don't purposefully make time for it. And then you find it kind of fall off to the wayside, which is a normal thing that happens um, in everything in our lives, not just Mm -hmm. as our journeys as leaders. Um, So a couple of unique things that I do um, for my group is we do a Monday morning mingle. So it's 30 minutes. It's on my calendar that's just dedicated to my team. It's nothing that's set. uh, It's not formal. It's a very informal time for them to come and just talk to me. And it's not even just about work. It's just to catch up. I do it on Monday morning. Uh, mm-hmm. because it leaves the door open to have conversation. Hey, how was your weekend? Right. We can connect on a different level than just what we do day in and day out. Mm-hmm. Um, we spend so much of our time focused on what we do every day versus who you are and what's going on in your life. So it gives me time mm-hmm. to share that with them. It's very laid back, easy going. They can come up to me. Uh, it's not me going to them. The next thing I do is on Wednesday afternoons, uh, I do the opposite. I go to them. So we do a walkthrough Wednesday where I walk through the department and they can catch me mm-hmm. kind of on the go. Hey, I've got this question. I've got that question. This went on so far this week and I really need your attention on this. Or, hey, I shot you an email. Uh, did you see it? And it gives them the opportunity to have that interaction for our day to day and the things that are going on real time for them. Mm-hmm. And I make myself available on purpose for them. So they know they've got at least an hour every single week that I have intentionally set aside for them, which whether they use it or not has a powerful message that I'm here, I'm available, I want to invest in you. Mm -hmm. It is important for me to set this time aside for you. And I think as leaders, you have to be intentional. You've got to set that expectation and then you have to hold it, uh, which is a hard thing to do in your calendars and being busy, but it is something that is so important and I intentionally do it because my people value that time hmm. and being able to get a hold of me and reach me that way. Those are some very solid practices, you know. Thank you for that. And a lot of leaders that I found, you know, not all leaders, but a lot of leaders, they get really bogged down by the managerial side of the house, the processes. The processes, and because this might fall in their blind spot, and they're not un- they're unconscious about a lot of the things dealing with the human dynamics of leadership, is that they start finding themselves dealing with a lot of the people issues during the day, during the quarter. That is kind of stressing them out, you know. It's like, and, and if you don't know what to do about something, it causes stress. And when stress comes into the play, depending on how much it is, it causes dysfunction. 
in, in on a personal and a professional side. So what are some things that you would tell a leader that you say a new leader that you're grooming? Say, um, how do I deal with getting to know my people, but I got this boatload of work to do, you know, how would you kind of um, capture that dialogue with that individual? Um, it's a that's a really good one because I think that's one everyone struggles with. Yes. I know mm-hmm. I struggle with it mm-hmm. still. Um, I you know I think it's one thing we always struggle with as leaders is mm-hmm. what are the priorities the company has set and driving all those things, the busyness that happens day to day. But I think the most important and the key that I've found is every moment matters. Mm-hmm. So it's little things. It's a quick you know, being mindful that while you're communicating with your people, you can actually make a huge difference and an impact just by being mindful and present uh, when they're communicating with you. And it's a split second here or there. And those add up. Mm. Um, Those are actually the things that I think if you interviewed employees and asked them questions, the things that had the biggest impact on them were not things that they had a meeting here or there, whatever it is. They were the things that happened in the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, It was really those are the dynamics where they see my leader truly listened to me in my, you know, when I was losing it, you know, or I was, you know, couldn't come up with the answer and needed to, you know, get somebody else's opinion. And you were available, listened and gave me some feedback or just pointed me in the right direction. It's those kinds of interactions that are the most impactful. It's taking that one second to just stop, pause, and listen to them, be mindful and present. Hmm. And those moments are the moments that have the biggest impact. Hmm. I, I totally agree with you. And, and um, we call those things micro moments. Sometimes leaders believe I don't have time in my day to take out the walk and talk to every one of my employees. You know, they're here to do a job. They don't need to know me, so on and so forth, you know, and that is that is one of the biggest issues with disengaging employees, turnover, you know, all those things that take away from performance. So um, one of the things you, you kept mentioning was mindful, being mindful and being present, you know, nowadays with the advance of technology. And a, and a lot of people are doing it unconsciously and they think they're not doing any harm. If I'm having a conversation with you and let's say you're my employee or you come to me and you have something and I'm at my computer, or I'm on my phone texting, go ahead, I can hear you. How effective is that a moment for that person? How effective is that moment for that person to say, you know what, I don't think they really care. Uh, so I'll give you this analogy because I think that this is uh, would put it in perspective uh, is it's like having the television on while you're folding the laundry and doing the dishes, right? Right. You hear noise yeah. going on in the background, but you wouldn't be able to regurgitate anything back to me that was there, right? right. It's the same thing as a leader. Um, if your people, if you're out there walking the floor, you're trying to make yourself available, uh, and you're on your phone checking email, and they're like, hey, I, I, you know, I just need to ask you something real quick. And you're like, yeah, go ahead. Like, here we go. And you didn't hear anything they really just said. You're probably going to respond with a one or two word answer that's just going to be like, uh-huh, okay, right. yeah, no, go ahead with that, whatever. And they're going to be left in return feeling like, oh, okay, well, that wasn't really that helpful. And guess what? The more times that you do that, 
the less often then your people are actually going to come to you with mm. anything that they have going on. Mm-hmm. And it's not even just in those quick moments that they'd stop coming to you. It's in the big ones too. Mm. And so it's really important to be mindful of that. I think that that is one of the biggest thing as leaders. Yes. We miss that a lot. Yes. And you're right. It's not intentional, but we have to have intention and mm. be mindful of what that intention is if we're going to go out there. So you either leave your phone at your desk while you walk out for five, 10 minutes mm-hmm. to go check in with your people. Mm-hmm. Um, or if they come to you, you, I lock my computer. Mm-hmm. I put my phone upside down so I can't even see it. Mm-hmm. And I turn around and face them directly. Mm-hmm. Just those little key things and being mindful of that mm-hmm. have a huge impact on your ability to be present. And, you know, Amy, I'm, I'm trying to keep still in my chair because this is really my my area i love it to talk about these things but i also wanted to provide a platform for other leaders out there and you, you know what let me try something different you know like here we give practical um takeaways for some of the things that we talk about so um this is something i share with a lot of my my audiences i said there there are basically some principles when it comes to relationship health personal and professional one the person has to be able to say you know i can express myself being able to tell you who they are, share their thoughts. Two, the ability to know that I'm being understood. Okay, I'm speaking, but now you're understanding me or you're not understanding me. Three, which is kind of in the middle, if you give me the time to do that, if you are really letting me express myself, you're being empathetic and you're trying to understand, you're showing me value. You're giving me time. You're giving me your attention because attention is time. Time is valuable. So when someone gives you their time, you're like, okay, you know, I really appreciate it. And then four, you give them some type of autonomy in their life because sometimes someone will bring a problem to you, and this happened to me many times, and they already have the answer. So all I do is I I frame it in such a way that I make them pick the answer that they already picked. You know, they just Mm -hmm. didn't know it consciously. So, hey, so what are these? Here's some choices. What do you think about this choice? This sounds really solid. You know what? You're right. Because they had some type of control over their life in a situation, that increases their psychological health, 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 and their psychological safety, the trust in that leader, and the commitment and loyalty they have toward a person that shows them that on a personal and a professional side. If people allow you to express yourself, you feel understood by them, you feel valued by them, they give you some type of choice in the situation, that creates a healthy relationship. So what you're saying about being intentional, turning off your phone, or putting your phone down. Some some things I'll do, I'll say, hey, give me a moment. Let me finish this text. Put it down. Put it on silent. And I never touch my phone again. Because in that 10-minute conversation, it's all me and them. And I turn them on and turn me off. Because I really want to see where they're coming from. And I've learned, you know, I did it instinctually because I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it when, when I, I came to brief someone. And, then, hey, I can hear you. And they're on an the email, uh, they're on the on text. Here's one of the things they miss, which is very important. You know, at least 75% of our communication is nonverbal. So if you're looking down, you're looking away, you're not really getting the full just of that conversation, what that person's communicating to you. Exactly. And as a leader, you don't want to miss those cues. Yep. You don't want to miss those cues. And like you said, if they don't feel that you receive, they're receiving those things from you, they won't come to you in little things, which, which add up to bigger things which add up to a lot of chaos on the back end. 
You know, so that's why it's very important that you give your, your employees and your, and your clients this attention and these micro moments of value and substance because it's, it's a reciprocating door. You know, what you get out, what you put out, it comes right back into you. And as a leader, you want those people connected with you in that fashion. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I think as leaders, it's, it's extremely important to create those um, moments and to create an environment where people can just come with anything that they have you know, one small thing after another. And it creates valuable conversation. You find yourself having conversations with people that you just never imagined you would. Mm -hmm. uh, That at the end of the day, you sit back and go, wow, like how cool is that that I got to have that kind of conversation, you know, with somebody today that in most aspects of our lives, we would never have, Mm -hmm. you know, and things that you are surprised as a leader that somebody would come to you, you know, with and, and those kinds of things. I'm constantly reminded of, okay, wow, that's really valuable. That's powerful. And those little things are what made that happen. Mm. Um, and what gave somebody that, you know, comfort to come and Mm -hmm. have that kind of conversation. It's not easy for people to, to come. And I think that's another thing leaders that's important is just think about how difficult it is for you to go and ask a question or to do something and put yourself out there in that light, right? Whether that's your personal life or your mm-hmm. professional life, it's the same for your employees. You know, we're all the same. We're made from the same kind of mold. And as difficult as it is for us to be vulnerable and put ourselves out there, yes. it's the same for our employees. And they, the worst part is they put us up on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. So their expectation is for us to be that and that that's easy for us to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's important to keep that in mind, to always think about, you know, they're watching. And if I'm not giving them that time and valuing that, nobody else is going to give that to me either. Hmm. You know, it comes 360 and it empowers you, too, as a leader, because the more your people come to you and do it, I have found the more empowered I am mm-hmm. to go and do just that, either for them, for myself, right. whatever it may be, to go ask those questions, put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. Have somebody else give you that in return. Mm. Um, and so it becomes a perpetuating cycle, too. Yes, it does. It does. You know, and, and these are some very practical uh, steps that a leader can take to kind of um, expand their leadership. Um, my company, Habu Leadership and Development Training, is about teaching these dynamics to leaders that, hey, you might have management and processes, but you have to understand the people you lead. You're leading people, not machines. Human beings have needs that need to be met. Every one of them is different, but there's a core um, set of needs that we all need to be have, have facilitated. And that's something that's very, very important. And I think it goes over our heads most of the time when we get bogged down by the task at hand. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a slight little break, um, get the money from the sponsors, and uh, we'll come back to finish the dialogue. Thank you so much, Amy. <laughs> Are you ready to explore the world? 
travel to exotic locations, and live your best life with Anytime Travel Solutions. Anytime Travel Solutions are your worldwide unbiased concierge with access to real inventory of hotels, cruises, railroads, tours, and all of the best excursions. Anytime Travel Solutions realizes how fun it is to plan your own vacations. So we have the option to search vacations and book safely on our website. Or you can visit us in our conveniently located offices in downtown Melbourne, Florida. Did you know travel is proven to benefit your health, both physically and mentally? We have three decades serving travelers and making dreams come true. So ask yourself, if not now, when? Call Ceci today to begin your adventure. Dial 321-779-4285 or visit anytimebookings.com. That's anytimebookings.com. What's up, sunshine? I am so excited about our new show. Oh, yeah? Well, what are we going to talk about? Real estate? Of course. How to get a mortgage? Yep, for first-timers and experienced owners. What about the best place to get a drink on the beach? Lightning, come on. Who would know better than us? All right, I dig it. Plus, I know we're going to bring in tons of great local guests, tell jokes, and talk about some of the hottest listings to hit the market. Oh my god, I can't wait. Sunshine and Lightning over Brevard will have new shows every Sunday at 1.30pm Eastern Standard Time, streaming live from the beautiful Space Coast Podcast Studios. And make sure you like our Facebook page, Sunshine and Lightning, Exit First Class Realty, and subscribe to Space Coast Podcast to make sure you don't miss out on any of our new shows. Dig it. All right, boom. You're listening to Space Coast Podcast, home of the greatest podcasts on the Space Coast. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor or having your own show, email us at spacecoastpodcast at hotmail.com. Space Coast Podcast. Talk hard! Welcome back to Bowtie Conversations with Stefan Williams, and my today's guest is Amy Stone. Amy, welcome back. Thanks, Stefan. Some interesting dialogue during the break. Um, we've been talking a lot about uh, connecting with your people and what are the best um, practices to create an environment where they will want to share more with you as a leader. Now, something that also goes unspoken about sometimes, and sometimes it's considered taboo. When people are put into leadership positions and when they have that authority, they they have a, a an a idea of what being a leader is, you know, you know, you got this powerful posture, command presence, you walk around and some people want you to bow down and salute them and do all kind of things. Right. So that makes the person seems like they're not human. How important is it for employees or to know their leaders or leaders to allow their employers to know them? Uh, that's a really good point. Actually. I think, you know, my take as a leader is I'm a human being just like you are. And uh, it is so valuable for employees to know their leader. 
So it's just like any other relationship in our lives. If you have a one-way relationship, well, it's a one-way relationship, right? If it goes both ways, the relationship is deeper. It's a lot more impactful. And you can actually get more out of your employees when they know you, when they understand what drives you, what makes you tick, when they already know, hey, Amy will probably say this or she'd react this way Mm -hmm. um, to X, Y, Z. I can't tell you how many times I've had my employees say like, oh, I knew that was going to be your reaction. But that comes with them getting to know you as well. You have to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. as a leader to lead people. And I actually think it does just the opposite of what some people think is that when you make yourself available and people truly get to know you, they can kind of look at it as, well, you know, then I'm not holding this position of authority and I'm not, you know, being that one step up above uh, my people. It actually does just the opposite. It creates exactly that um, because your people learn to respect you. They know what you're thinking. They know what drives you. What are the intimate factors that are really true to you? And that is so much more powerful than a title, than just your rank. Um, than just, you know, coming in, checking the box, doing those things. Mm-hmm. Truly being somebody that somebody else can look up to, emulate, and understand what motivates you helps them connect and find some purpose and value as well and what they do and what value they bring to this team or to that group. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, it, that is a um, very deep piece you just talked about just now and i'm trying to not over saturate our time we don't have that much time but i I read a quote a boss has the position a leader has the people and leaders who really want to do the right thing and who are conscious of doing the right thing know that they have to be vulnerable i have to show you that i'm human because again that creates more of a stronger connection with the people if you stand in a position as if nothing's wrong with you, nobody knows you, um, just do what you're told, and uh, I have all the answers. We know you don't have all the answers. I'm telling you, leaders, we, we mm-hmm. look at you, you don't have all the answers. And because the way we're not connected, we might have the answers and don't want to share them with you. Yeah. It's important, too, as a leader for yeah. you to recognize yeah. that, right, and go to your people with those things. I was having this conversation the other day with someone And I was telling them how often, especially as you go up in rank, right, and you're further and further away from the day-to-day, I've had the blessing in my role to be actually start out as what my agents do day in and day out. I started in their position and grew to where I am. And the further removed I get, the things I find myself going, ooh, what is that? And I have to rely on my people for all of that detail. You don't want me to be the one who's coming and telling you all the detail. You want my people to be the one who's coming and doing that. And it is important to recognize as a leader, you know what? This is where I really need to go tap into the resources that I have. And that's actually what creates the strength in your group and in the environment that you have Hmm. is knowing that. And it empowers them. When you come as a leader and you're like, you know, hey, this one is really outside of my scope. Why don't you run with this? Oh, Why don't yes. you take the lead on this meeting? Yes. It's going to have a lot more impact. So it's, you know, it's one of the most invaluable things that I think as a leader you can do is let your employees get to know you, mm-hmm. recognize, 
yeah, you know what? I don't know it all. And it's important for your people to know that. Right, because when you fake it and then they see that you don't know it all, guess what we lose? We lose trust in your mm-hmm. ability to lead us, mm-hmm. to keep us safe. And what you was talking about, hey, I don't know it all. Can you um, do these things for me? The empowerment factor there is like, you know what? I have a choice in the matter of autonomy I was talking about with the relationship. You gave me an option. You gave me an opportunity. So guess what? People are going to want to show you I can do my best. One of the, the um, things that causes a lot of issues, even today, from way back in the day when we talk about management and leadership, back in the day it was just management. You know, you come in, you clock in, get on a conveyor belt, clock out for lunch, clock back in, go home. Not a lot of interaction. But when we're talking about leadership, there are things that we are dealing with today that I, I, I have experienced, I've studied, I see it all the time, where leaders really don't understand the benefit of being properly trained on leading people. They feel they have it all. A leader that has been in, in the, let's say, in a field for 30 years, you're not done. You know, you still have a lot to learn about people. You're exposure to it. That's why it's important that you get continuous development training when you're in leadership positions. Now, you might start as middle management, move up. Every level you go up, you're going to have to learn some more stuff about people. How important is emotional intelligence? No, oh. You know, think yeah. about that. It's huge. Emotional it's, intelligence is the biggest driver for everything that we do. It, it dictates how we interact with mm-hmm. other human beings. It, you know, it's reading those social cues, <laughs> exactly. those verbal, nonverbal cues, all exactly. those things we talked about earlier. And, you know, those are the key elements to just human beings anyways. And as leaders, if you think you're done growing, you're done leading. True. And because there's always something to learn about yourself always. Uh, and what things you can change and what you can bring to the table in a different way and in a better way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think when you invest in yourself and train, that those are the kinds of things that you get out of it. And you learn other helpful tools and creative things to bring back to your group and your team. Um, you know, my team would probably laugh because I'm always doing crazy stuff with them. But I pick it up from other things and other people that I learn from. And then I go implement it. Um, you know, I get excited to implement and see like, what is the reaction going to be? What are, you know, how are they going to take that? But it also empowers them to put themselves out there in that way too. And so if you continue to grow yourself, you can continue to grow your people. Exactly. And and you know what? We're going to end it right there. That was a strong ending. You know, that's, that's what it takes to create healthy work environments that are harmonious, that are productive, you know, if we just start focusing back on the people. The job will get done. You got to do a little more effort with yourself. You got to lead yourself better, but you also got to get in tune with your people and facilitate those needs. Now, we know we got a whole lot of different personalities in the workforce, and on future shows, we're going to talk about those things. But right now, we're just talking about the core principles of getting to know your people and why it's very important. Now, my website is stephanwilliams.com. If you want to reach out, um, I have a lot of host of training out there. Contact me. We can talk. Uh, Amy Stone, I appreciate you coming on and taking time out of your busy schedule. It was such an honor to host you on the very first Bowtie Conversations. And uh, I wish you have a great day as well. And everybody out there, if there's anything you want us to talk about on Bowtie Conversations, we are watching the stream. Put the questions up, and we will facilitate dialogue. Thank you for listening.